0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله يحمد الشاكرين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد طب القلوب ودواءها ونور الأبصار وضيائها وعافية الأبدان وشفائها وصل الله وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد كُلَّمَا ذَكْرَكَ وَغَفَلَ عَن ذِكْرِكَ الْغَافِلُونَ We stopped on the point with regard to the Mi'raj of the Prophet ﷺ where Imam Abu Ja'far al-Tahawi states وَالْمِعْرَاجُ حَقٌّ For indeed the ascension is true in reference to the ascension of the Prophet from Makkah al-Mukarramah the night journey is referred to as Al-Isra, from Makkah al Mukarrama to Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa in Jerusalem. And then Al-Mi'raj is in reference to the ascension from Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa to the highest heavens. So with regard to that, firstly, with the, uh, the Al-Isra is something decisively proven from Al-Quran al Karim in Surah Al-Isra denial of which is kufar disbelief al-mi'raj the ascension is alluded to in the quran but explicitly mentioned in the ahadith of the prophet sallallahu therefore some people attempted to make the mi'raj a point of dispute so to counter those people. Al-Imam Abu Ja'far al-Tahawi rahmallahu ta'ala states وَالْمِعَرَاجُ حَقٌّ for indeed the ascension is truthful. وَقَدْ أُسْرِيَ بِالنَّبِيِّ صلى الله عليه وسلم and also the night journey occurred with the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم from Makkah al mukarrama to the city of Jerusalem. وَعُرِجَ بِشَّخْصِهِ فِي الْيَقَضَةِ إِلَى السَّمَاءِ and he was ascended with Meaning, he was taken up bishahhsihi in person, in reference to the bodily Mi'raj ascension of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wa The Quran states, "SubhanAllahiladi asra bi'abdhi." The word 'abd, the italaq, the expression of Abd is done on the body and the soul. So, the heavenly ascension, body and soul, was done once with the Prophet sallallahu But multiple ascensions occurred spiritually. This is how you reconcile the apparently contradicting a hadith that sometimes you read about a vision of the Prophet in heaven or in paradise. And sometimes you read about a bodily ascension. The bodily ascension only occurred once, which is the miraculous al-Isra wal-mi'raj. And this occurred in Makkah Al-Mukarramah, prior to the migration of the Prophet وسلم, to al al Munawwarah, in a wakeful state to the heavens, and from there to wherever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had willed, meaning Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam entered paradise and various other places. وَأَكْرَمَهُ اللَّهُ بِمَا شَاءَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ennobled his Prophet with whatever he wills. وَأَوْحَى إِلَيْهِ <مَأَوحَى> And he revealed to him whatever he revealed, meaning in reference to what is mentioned in Surah Un-Najm. So then he cites a verse of Al-Quranul Karim, مَا كَذَبَ الْفُؤَادُ ما <رأه> The heart did not lie with regard to what it saw, meaning everything Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa saw on the night of al-Isra wa al-mi'raj was truthful. فَصَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ فِي الْآخِرَةِ وَالْأُولَىٰ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send his prayers and salutations upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam فِي الْآخِرَةِ وَالْأُولَىٰ in the end and in the beginning. وَالْحَوْضُ الَّذِي أَكْرَمَهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَ بِهِ غْيَاثًا لِأُمَّتِهِ حَقٌ that the Hawd which is the basin different to nahrul kauthar allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says inna al kauthar al kauthar is abundant good but also al kauthar is the river in paradise this river flows out to the basin the basin is referred to as al Haud. on yawmul qiyamah the believers will drink from this basin the number of cups in this basin Exceed the number of stars, and the size of the basin is larger than the Arabian Peninsula. So this is a reality, the basin on the day of judgment from which the believers shall drink. The intercession which Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has stored for the believers is also truthful as is narrated in Al-Akhbār, the reports. What is a shafa'a? This word shafar is to make something equal. The one who intercedes, he makes things equal. This is in reference to a shafa'atul kubra, the major intercession of the Prophet sallallahu that will occur on the Day of Judgment. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, shafa'ati li min ummati. My intercession is for the people of major sins from my nation. So a Muslim should never fall into despair with regard to sins. This is what makes the difference between Christians and Muslims. In Christianity, when someone sins, they need to renew their faith. In Islam, the sinner is a sinner, but he does not face eternal damnation for sins. Additionally, even the unrepentant sinner Will still have the intercession of the Prophet because the hadith states, For the people are major sins. If that is the state of people are major sins, imagine the state of those who do not have any major sins. So, this intercession will occur on the day of judgment. It includes what is known as Faslul qada' On the day of judgment, when the people will assemble, an earthquake will occur, a trembling of the earth. To the point that the people will fall into despair, that the unbelievers will say that we would rather have the judgment than stand in on this shaking ground. And Rasulullah will intercede. From that intercession, the day of judgment, the inception of the judgment will occur. But afterwards, Rasulullah will intercede for people from his nation, including those who committed major sins. And that is referred to as al-shafa'atul kubra. This is a major point of belief in Ahl-Sunnah wal-jama'ah. wal-mithaq alladhi ta'ala min That the mithaq, the covenant that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took from Adam alayhi salam and his progeny is truthful. This is in reference to what is known as alam al-dhar. What is alam al-dhar? the world of the particles when allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created sayyiduna adam Alayhi he brought out all of his progeny in the form of a dhar, which is a particle and in that time allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took a covenant firstly from the Prophets ali that they should support the prophet of the end of times khatamun Nabiyin, the finality of prophets which is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa, alayhi wa but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also addressed the believers when He said alas tu bi rabbikum, am I not your Lord? And what did they say? They said qalu bala, they said of course, this is that covenant that was taken an affirmation of the ubudiya, the innate neediness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَقَدْ عَلِمَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَىٰ فيما لم, يز... فيما لَمْ يَزَلْ And Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala knew فِي knew لَمْ يَزَلْ عَدَدَ مَنْ يَدْخُلُ الْجَنَّةَ He knew Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala the numbers of those people who will enter paradise. He never ceased knowing. He always knew which of these people will do actions which will enter them into paradise. This does not negate free will. There are people who ask today, that if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knew what they will do, then does this not negate free will? The answer is Him knowing does not mean He has enforced the action. They carry out their actions exercising their own volition, their own free will. Then the second question is if Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala creates everything, then how does a person have free will? The response to that is free will is a creation of Allah. The Abd only exercises the free will. So like a switch on a light, the, if someone chooses between red and green, the choice between red and green is only made by the servant, but which is known as acquisition, kasab. But the, the light itself is created by Allah. And when he chooses to carry out that action, Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala enables him to do so. But the choice itself, the person is responsible, which is known as acquisition qasab. So he states, Wakada Ali taala Fima lam Yazal, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knew in that which never ceased, the number man yadkhulu of those who will enter paradise. What is Al Jannah? Al Jannah is different to Al-Samawat. As-samawat is the seven heavens. Al-Jannah is paradise. Paradise is located above the seven heavens. It's known as Al-Jannah because it covers. It, the trees cover everything. The word Al-Jannah entails in covering. Wa'adada man And Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala also knew the number of people who shall enter the fire. Jumlatan wahida. As one Jumla, meaning Jumla here, meaning what? It's the sum total of everyone who shall enter paradise and those who shall enter hellfire. The number never increases because that would entail a fault in the knowledge of Allah. And this is impossible because anyone who has a fault in their knowledge will be unable to create. There is no fault in the knowledge of Allah. And this number is never decreased. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knowing again does not entail that they do not make the choice of exercising their free wills. They exercise their free wills to acquire those actions which will enable them to enter paradise with the grace and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So likewise the actions of the ibad that Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala He knew what actions they will do and He knew what actions they will do, what actions they will carry out, how will they exercise their free will. So he says وَكُلٌّ مُيَثَّرٌ لِمَا خلق له, Each one is made easy Lima For what he was created. What does this entail? That when a person decides to carry out good and acquire good and exercise good, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it easy for him to carry out the good. And when a person by choice, makes the choice of carrying out bad actions, the choice of unbelief, then Allah Subhanahu wa Taala makes it easy for him, as an unbeliever. He's facilitated with the choice that he makes. But actions are by the ending. What does this mean? A person ostensibly may do the actions of the people of paradise until between him and paradise there is only a handspan or an arm's length. Then the divine ordainment or the divine judgment overwhelms him and he does an action of the people of hell and enters hellfire. Why is this? As is narrated in the hadith narrated by Imam Muslim, Fima Yabdu. Outwardly, he does actions of the people of paradise. Inwardly, he may have a misguided intention. When he has a misguided intention, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings out that misguided intention toward the end of his life. Similarly, a person may be a sinner. He does actions of sinners. But inwardly, he recognizes his innate ubudiyah servitude to Allah. Toward the end of his life, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enables him to abandon the sin and do a good action. So, this is the meaning of what? It does not mean the person's choice is negated. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala still gives them the choice to adopt belief and abandon disbelief. The one who is happy, meaning in paradise, Saeed. مَنْ Sa'ida بِقَضَائِ اللَّهِ is the one who is happy with the divine judgment of Allah. What does that mean? It means the choice a person makes will never contradict the knowledge of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always knows or has always known what choice a person will make and whether he will choose to enter paradise or choose to enter hellfire. Similarly, was-shaqiyyu the wretched al the wretched means the people of Hellfire. Man Shaqiyya Bi Qadai illah is the one who is wretched with the divine judgment, qadah of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So the people of Hellfire and nar are always known what choice they shall make, what action they shall acquire. They will enter Hellfire by their own acquisition. But Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala already knows what choice they shall make. Yet there is no compulsion. The choice is from their own volition and own free will. So, because in the early centuries people disputed the meaning of qada and qadr to the point they attempted to understand the secret of qada and qadr, which is impossible. The author Rahimullah ta'ala he states, wa' aslul qadari. Sirulahi Taala fi khalpi. The principle in Qadar, Qadar and Qadar is what? Is the Sirulahi, is the secret of Allah subhanahu wa Taala fi khalpihi. Lem yotolla ala velika melekun mukarrabun, wala nabiyun mursalun. No angel, melekun mukarrabun. ولا نبيٌ مرسَلٌ or a sent messenger ever understood or knew يطلع meaning to become aware, informed of the sirr of Allah subhanahu wa taala why Allah subhanahu wa taala determines things to be the determines for humans how things should be meaning how Allah subhanahu wa taala has ordained for things to be. To go into depth. وَالنَّذْرُ An investigation فِي Is a means of disgrace. Attempting to explain everything in the qada' and qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a means of what? Of disgrace. Wasulamul Hirman. And it is a ladder of being what? Of being prohibited. Prohibited of what? Prohibited of the tawfiq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enables a person to reach success. التغيان, and it is a level, daraja, of what? Rebelliousness towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, disobedience. fal كُلَّ al meaning warning, all types of warnings, meaning, or a, a dire warning. كُلَّ الْحَذَرْ مِنْ whether attempting to investigate everything, why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordained certain things to be the way they are, meaning it's knowledge which you can never attain, except through revelation which is in Al-Quranul Kareem or the Sunnah of the Prophet or in certain specific cases, where Allah Subhanahu wa Taala may reveal to a person the wisdom of something, or fikran, or attempting to reach a conclusion through pure thought, just through thinking, meaning you will never reach a conclusion through thought alone, or waswasatan, or attempting to reach a conclusion through whispers, meaning satanic whispers, which have no basis. Ta'ala, for indeed Allah the Most High, Tawah has folded up. Tawa is what? To fold up Al the knowledge of regarding Al Qadr. An anamihi from his creation. Meaning Sirullah, it's a secret of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which is folded up. Wanahahum and he prohibited them an maramihi and hoping to discover the secret. Meaning a person will never know the secret behind many things, why they are preordained as being the way they are. كَمَا قَالَ تَعَالَى فِي كِتَابِهِ As Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says in his book من al الكريم لَا يُسْأَلُ عَمَّا يَفْعَلُ وَهُمْ يُسْأَلُونَ He will not be questioned regarding what he does. But they will be questioned. So, with regard to the qada, the ordainment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and al-Qadr, this is preordained by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he's never questioned regarding this. Faman Sa'ala, whoever asks Lima Fa'ala, why did Allah do this? Faqad al Kitab, then he has rejected the judgment of the Quran. What is the judgment of the Quran? that he does what he wills. <clears throat> that he is not questioned regarding what he does. So such a person who asks, why did Allah do this? Unless they ask for the wisdom. Sometimes a believer may ask with regard to the wisdom. If the wisdom is unknown, they defer the knowledge to Allah. ومن حكم الكتابي, Whoever rejects a judgment of the Qur'an, كان من الكافرين. He is from whom? From the unbelievers. فهذا, and this is جُمْلَةُ مَا يَحْتَاجُ إِلَيْهِ مَنْ هُوَ منور قلبه من أولياء الله تعالى. This summary meaning in relation to Qada and Qadr. Why does he mention this? Because of the early sect that rejected the Qadha and Qadr. Some of them said human beings create their own destiny. So we, according to them, we create our own destinies. Another group said, everything is predetermined for us, but, and they could not compatibilize between how Allah creates everything and how human beings have free will at the same time. But what he has stated compatibilizes between the two that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows and preordains everything, but at the same time, He has given us a free will. We are only judged by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in accordance with how we exercise our free will. The judgment on the day of judgment is with regard to the exercising of the free will. But then, if everything is created by Allah, the question is. Then is the free will not the creation of Allah? The answer is that the free will itself is the creation of Allah. The Quran states, it is not what you will, but it is what Allah wills. Meaning, if you if Allah had not created a free will for you, you would not be able to will. But the creation of a free will means exercising a choice. That exercising of a choice is by the person, everything else, the afa'al, the actions are created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he says, This is the summary of what a person needs. What type of person? Man huwa munawarun qalbuhum, whoever's heart is illuminated. Min awliya illahi ta'ala from the friends of Allah, the Most High. Why daraja darajatul rasiqeen fil ilm? This is also the rank of al rasiqeen fil ilm. Those who are well-established. Al-Rusukh is what? To be well-rooted. al fil-ilm. Those who have knowledge, they understand this and they defer everything to Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala. Lianna al Because knowledge is two types. Ilmun fil khalqi Knowledge within the creation present. What knowledge is that? The knowledge in the Quran and Sunnah and then its explanation found in the books of the ulama and the awliyaullah salihin, The explanation of the Quran and the sunnah is found in the books of the ulama and the awliyaullah salihin, and what they concur. So that knowledge is present. But at the same time, ilmun fil الْخَلْقِ There is a type of knowledge that is not found amongst creation. They can never determine that knowledge. So therefore denial of the knowledge that is present amongst mankind is deemed as unbelief. So if someone rejects that knowledge which is already present within mankind, they commit unbelief. And then claiming to have knowledge of those things which cannot ever be determined is also kufr. Meaning if someone claims they have knowledge of why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala determines things to be the way they are in terms of a knowledge which has never been revealed. They commit unbelief. Al iman belief is never firm in the heart of a person until they accept the knowledge which is present what is the knowledge which is present the knowledge of the quran and the sunnah they they must accept that until they accept uh, they do not accept that they their iman will always be wavering they must do taslim submission to allah and his rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam talab so he states uh, والدعاء الْعِلْمِ المفقود كفر ولا يثبت الإيمان إلا بقبول العلم الموجود الإيمان faith is never complete or established except by accepting the knowledge which is present وتركه and abandoning طلب العلم المفقود abandoning to seek the knowledge which, apper, which is lost so if you uh, Al mafqood last year meaning the, a knowledge which has never been revealed, attempting to discover the, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has preordained. A person will never have knowledge of that. And we believe in Allah, which is the creation which is above the arsh, a creation upon which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wrote down commanded the pen. أَوَّلُ ما خلق الله القلم. The first thing which Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala created Al-Qalam, which is in reference to what? In reference to everything that came after it, the Al-Qalam was created first. Of course, there were things created before Al-Qalam, like the law. The law was created before the Qalam, or the Arsh was created before the Qalam. But what does it mean by أَوَّلُ مَا خلق الله القلم? This is what relative to everything that comes after. And Al Qalam was commanded to write down things. And everything was written, meaning what will occur with the divine will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until people enter paradise and hellfire. Below wa Al Qalam. And Al Qalam is also in reference to the pen. So these are two creations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَبِجَمِيعِ مَا فِيهِ قَدْ رقما. And we believe in also everything which has been written down. رُقِمَa Meaning whatever has been written down in a If all of creation gathered. كُلُّهُمْ All of them. عَلَى شَيْءٍ Upon something. كَتَبَهُ اللَّهُ تعالى فيه. أنه كائن. Which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wrote down that this shall occur. لِيَجْعَلُوهُ غَيْرَ كَائِنٍ In order to make it non-existent, لَمْ يَقْدِرُوا عَلَيْهِ They will not be able to do so. وَلَوْ اجْتَمَعُوا كُلُّهُمْ عَلَى شَيْءٍ If all of them gathered regarding something لَمْ يَكْتُبْهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى فِيهِ which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't write down in a lawh لِيَجْعَلُوهُ كَائِنًا In order to make it an existent, They will not be able to do so. So, meaning, the believer who has strong iman in Allah Subhanahu wa Taala knows everything is determined for me in terms of rizq, sustenance, clothing, death, health. Everything is known in the divine will of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, in the divine knowledge, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has willed for that thing to occur. In accordance with His divine knowledge, so human beings, even if they congregate to to tamper with Allah, uh, loh, not necessarily a law, with the knowledge of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, they will be unable to do so. Remember, a loh is a creation. The knowledge of Allah is beyond the loh. Even the knowledge of the loh is limited. The knowledge of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is endless. جَثْفَ الْقَلَمُ The pen has dried بِمَا هُوَ كَائِنٌ إِلَى يَوْمِ with regard to what will occur until the Day of Judgment. وَمَا الْعَبْدَ لَمْ Whatever missed the servant. وَمَا الْعَبْدَ لَمْ It would never have struck him in the first place. So a person may be in a building, they leave the building, the roof collapses. People in the building die, but that person survived. It was never a mistake. He was never meant to die. أصابه, and whatever afflicts a person ليخطئه, It was never going to miss him. So death is determined for everyone in its right time and its right place. No one can cheat death. العبدي, and it is upon the servant. أن يعلمَ to know أن الله قد سبق علمه في كل كائن من خلقه that the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa taala is precedes everything it is before everything occurs فقدر ذلك تقديرا and then so تقدير is what the qada of Allah is when Allah subhanahu wa taala has judged According to his divine knowledge, that Zayd, for instance, throughout his life he will eat 5,000 japatis. Taqdeer is the proportioning of that. On Tuesday, Zayd will eat five japatis. On Wednesday, Zayd will eat four japatis Like this, the proportioning of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, he states, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has proportioned all of that. مُحْكَمًا مُبْرَمًا مُحْكَم decisively, مُبْرَم meaning the final judgment. And this is sometimes people ask with regard to uh, تَقْدِير مُعَلَّق and تَقْدِير مُبْرَم تَقْدِير مُعَلَّق is in reference to the knowledge which has been revealed to certain creation which can undergo change. But the final judgment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never undergoes any change. The final judgment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Mubaram, meaning if it is known that Zayd will die in China, that is the final judgment. But what is revealed to an angel may undergo change because the angel is only informed of what the angel needs to know at that point. So the Actual taqdir of Allah never changes. and you can never say the knowledge of Allah subhana wa ta'ala changes. there is no deficiency in the knowledge of Allah and there is no correction in the knowledge of Allah and there is nothing which does away with the knowledge of Allah and there is nothing which changes the knowledge of Allah. Wala again. He repeats there is no deficiency. and there is no addition. Min fi samawati wa ardihi, from his creation, in the heavens and on the earth, meaning everything is the way it should be. that is from the resolve of al iman. The word al aqd is to tie something. Meaning, anyone who has firm belief, they know this. And this is also from the principles of knowing, al ma'rifah. Al ma'rifah, al ilm, is knowing something in its sum total. Al ma'rifah is knowing the details of the thing. So, someone may know a room and know by judgment an estimation. Of who the people in the room are. But someone who has Al Ma'rifah, they will have deep knowledge of the people in the room. Individual knowledge, meaning Al Ma'rifah is very exceptional knowledge. So he states, المعرفة, It is from what? The principles of Al Ma'rifah. Knowing this is also an affirmation, اعتراف, admission regarding what regarding the monotheism of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala تَوْحِيدِ wa وَرَبُوبِيَتِهِ and his rububiyah What is the rububiyah? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He creates us and nurtures us and sustains us at every point Everything in creation Everything in creation is sustained by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala كَمَا قَالَ تَعَالَ فِي كِتَابِهِ الْعَزِيزِ As Allah, the Most High, says in His majestic book وَخَلَقَ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ فَقَدَّرَهُ تقديرا. Here the verse of Al-Qur'anul-Kareem, وَخَلَقَ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ He created everything which includes our actions and our free will. But the creation of free will does not entail the absence of a free will. Because the creation of a free will is an entity placed within us that we exercise. That entity has been placed within us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَقَالَ تَعَالَى And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says uh, the meaning of فَقَدَّرًا وَتَقْدِيرًا He has proportioned it exactly everything in creation. وَقَالَ تَعَالَى And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَكَانَ أَمْرُ اللَّهِ قدر مَقْدُورًا وَكَانَ أَمْرُ اللَّهِ And the divine command of Allah which is in reference to عَالَمُ الْأَمْرِ The, the divine command relates to when the will of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates meaning when allah wills for something to come into existence the speech of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which is qadim eternal kun the create, the kun is from eternality, the kun of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but when it comes about that is determined by the will of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it comes out by the divine will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the meaning of Wakana Amrullahi. The command of Allah is what? Qadaram Maqdura, a predetermined amount. Everything is predetermined, every single thing from the risk to the sustainability, to the proportions, to where time and place and everything else. So, woe. And remember why imam Abu Ja'far al-Tahavi, he's expanding on just this same point, is in order to refute the, the sects that had appeared in his time, which were the Qadariya and the Jabariya and the Mu'tazila. So he says, and woe to those, to the one, who becomes for Allah the most high, fil Qadr,i Khaseeman, a disputant regarding the Qadr of Allah? Someone attempts to dispute with Allah why He has determined things the way they are. So when al Allama Iqbal he wrote a shikwa. The shikwa is what the person disputing the divine will, and then. He wrote a counter, which is known as what, Jawab shikwa which is the counter. But someone who becomes a disputant with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, he says, Woe to them. He presents he presents this disputant to investigate with regard to the Qada and Qadr of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, a sick heart. Saqeeman Qalban Saqeeman A heart which is sick Why is it sick? Because it disputes with Allah Laqad iltamasa bi wahmihi What has he intended to do? Iltamasa He seeks out With his imagination Bi wahmihi In order to investigate the ghayb, the unseen Sirran Katiman, something a secret sirran, katiman that has been concealed completely. If this has been completely concealed from people, then he can never never find the answer. And he returns to becoming into uh, into becoming what? Bima a is someone who makes false claims, a fak, a theme is sinful, meaning a person who attempts to question Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with regard to his divine actions and what he has ordained and what he has willed. Such a person has a sick heart and then he will become a person who makes false claims regarding Allah and he will become sinful, meaning this is a disease that every believer should avo- avoid. And the, the believer who has iman, al-iman in al qada al qadr totally, he will be a complete believer. When he is afflicted with things, his iman will not be shaken. His conviction in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will never be shaken. wal wal So then he mentions those things which exist in the metaphysical realm. The first one is al-arsh. What is al-arsh? In terms of size, Al-Arsh is one of the largest creations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The largest, in fact, in fact is uh, Al-Mithal. Al-Mithal is the world of similitudes. But the Arsh encompasses everything, including Al-Kursi. It's a creation of light. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specifies the Arsh when He says ar al The merciful, He made istawa upon the throne. Why the throne, Al-Arsh? Because it's the largest creation of Allah, everything else is underneath. So if Sifatul Rahman encompasses the throne, meaning the, the effects of the mercy of Allah encompass the throne, then a foot I, I, the mercy of Allah encompasses everything else underneath the throne. But the throne al Arsh in comparison to the Kursi, the Arsh is like a huge, expansive desert in which a ring is thrown. The ring is like the Kursi. The desert is like the Arsh. Then the Kursi in comparison to everything else underneath the kursi is like a small ring thrown in the desert. So the kursi, what is al-kursi? Al-kursi is a creation in which things, in which creation is embedded. From fihi um, al-khalaiq. what does this mean? In which creation is embedded? This is why it's referred to as al-kursi because everything else is embedded inside of the kursi which is also created from light so first you have the arsh and then you have the kursi and within the kursi you have everything embedded within inside of it in which there are multiple awalim universes only allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala knows the number of universes so he states wal arshu kursi and remember al arsh while kursi exist outside of the known universe وَهُوَ عَنِ العرشي. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is independent anil arsh from the arsh وَمَا دُونَهُ anything other than the arsh This is in order to refute those who may think that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is dependent upon the arsh The arsh is a creation of Allah It had a point of inception كان الله Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala existed and what else? Nothing existed with Him. And then His throne was upon water. This is in, in reference to the creation of the Arsh and the creation of water, which is um, the Ma'ul Hayat, the water of life. So the Arsh and the water of life were created after. وَبِمَا فَوْقَهُ مُحِيطٌ بِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ وَبِمَا فَوْقَهُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala encompasses everything. Of course, without spatial location. So some people, they fall into a mistake where they say Allah is everywhere in terms of his of that, his aseity, this is false. We cannot say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is everywhere in terms of a that and a sifat a and his attributes. In fact, we say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala encompasses everything with al-ilm, his knowledge, al-qudra. He himself is free from time and place because he existed before time and place and he exists now as he has always been. So muhitun, he encompasses bi kulli shayin, وَبِمَا فَوْقَهُ and whatever is above it, meaning above the arsh. وَقَدْ أَعْجَزَ عَنِ الْإِحَاطَةِ خَلْقَهُ He has rendered incapable or made incapable his creation from encompassing everything. The creation can never encompass everything. الْإِحَاطَةِ is only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The creation can never know absolutely everything. naqulu, And we say Inna اللَّهَ اتَّخَذَ That indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took Sayyiduna Ibrahim as, as Khalil. What is Khalil? A friend. Why is he mentioning this? He is mentioning this to refute Jahan bin Safwan. Who was Jaham bin Safwan? Jahm bin Safwan appeared during the Bani Umayyya time and in Central Asia. And he claimed you cannot ascribe Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala with anything. You cannot even refer to Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala as shaykh as a thing. So after this, he rejected that Ibrahim salam is Khalil of Allah, the intimate friend of Allah. Because he thought this is causing resemblance. This entails resemblance between Allah and his creation. So he's refuting this, that whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ascribed to himself in Al-Quranul Kareem or in the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then it is permissible to ascribe that to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. kallama Musa and that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala spoke to Musa A.S. with the divine speech because it does not entail speech for Allah, like human speech. It's a divine attribute. But Jaham bin Safwan and his followers, they thought that ascribing this to Allah means that you are ascribing human-like speech. Imanan wa tasdeeqan wa tasleema. As faith, Iman. وَالتَشْدِيقَ Affirmation taslim Submission وَنُؤْمِنُ بِالْمَلَائِكَةِ وَالنَّبِيِّينَ And we believe in what? Al-Mala'ika. Al-Mala'ika is the angels, which the word is from Uluka, which is from sending and dispatching messengers. Then from that word is the word Malak and malaika the beings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created from light that are dispatched between Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the creation that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends them out to creation, to humanity in order to convey messages or sometimes to protect creation. وَالنَّبِيِّينَ and the Prophets وَالْكُتُبِ الْمُنَزَّلَةِ al الْمُرْسَلِينَ and the books which were revealed upon the prophets, and we also bear witness that they were upon the truth, manifest truth, meaning all the previous prophets. Who are these previous prophets and what are the scriptures? We can only affirm those scriptures which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has affirmed. Oh, those scriptures which Rasulullah has affirmed. So we cannot affirm scriptures where we do not have verification from Allah and His Messenger. So a people cannot presume that Buddha was a prophet. They cannot presume that certain Hindu figures were prophets. You must have absolute certainty. And then those prophets and books that we have certainty with regard to, we affirm and everything else we leave to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa nusami ahla qiblatina muslimina and we name the people of our qibla our prayer direction which is al-ka'batul musharrafa in makkah al-mukarrama we refer to them as muslimin mu'minin this is in reference to the position that the Khawarij took, where the Khawarij would declare other believers as unbelievers based upon sins. The position of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah is that a believer remains a believer as long as he does not reject that which is known in religion by necessity. So Al-Imam Abu Ja'far states, مَا jaa bihi an صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمُ معتارفين. As long as they remain upon that which the Prophet ﷺ brought, meaning that which is known in religion by necessity. What do we mean by this term? In Arabic, that term is referred to as al-ma'alum fi din What is al-ma'alum fi din bi That which is known by necessity, like the entire Quran, the entire Sunnah of the Prophet that has reached us. To such a point, denial of which would entail unbelief, like adhan. We know adhan is a part of al-Islam, juzla yatajaza min al-Islam, a part of Islam. If someone rejects the adhan, they become an unbeliever. So sometimes some people quote this passage to say, "You cannot declare another Muslim an unbeliever." That is incorrect. If they carry out unbelief by rejecting that which is known in religion known in the deen of Allah by necessity then they commit unbelief so he states and everything which the messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam stated and informed they affirm meaning even if a hadith is khabrul wahid it's narrated by one Sahabi and someone rejects it on the basis that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said it, he commits Kufar because he must believe in everything that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said. So the essence of Al-Iman is affirmation in Sayyiduna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Alaihi Wasallam. So he states, Therefore we do not dispute we do not argue with regard to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. ولا نماري في دين الله. And we do not do what al-mira is what disputes and argumentation with regard to the deen of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. ولا نجادل في القرآن. We do not argue with one another with regard to al Quran al Why does he state this? Because the Mu'tazila, they attempted to go into depth with regard to the essence of the Quran, the nature of the Quran, to the point that they stated that the Quran is Makhluq created this type of philosophical debate. He says, we do not dispute the nature of the Quran as Sunni Muslims. What do we say? The Quran is the speech of Allah. And we bear witness that the Qur'an is the speech of the Lord of the Universes. نَزَلَ بِهِ الرُّوحُ الْأَمِينَ which was revealed by the trustworthy spirit. Who Ruhul الرُّوحُ الْأَمِينَ? This is one of the titles of Sayyiduna Jibreel. So Al-Quranul Kareem was revealed in the month of Ramadan. From Al-Lawhul the preserved tablet above the arsh, to Al-Baytul Ma'amur, and then from Al-Baytul Ma'amur to Baytul Izzah. The location of Baytul Izzah is in the first heaven. In the month of Ramadan, it was revealed to Baytul Izzah. Then, over a period of 23 years, Sayyiduna Jibreel السلام, revealed the Qur'an in small segments sometimes entire chapters with other angels in 23 years upon the heart of the Prophet This is mentioned in the report of Sayyiduna Abdullah bin Abbas So he states, نَزَلَ به الروح الامين. فعلمه, and he taught it meaning Jibril alayhi salam instructed the Quran instructed the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam with regard to the Quran, Sayyid al Salim, the master of the messengers Muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa wasallam. Every year they re- revised the Quran together. In the last year of the life of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam on earth, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam revised the entire Qur'an twice with Sayyiduna Jibreel Therefore, it is what? The speech of Allah, the Most High. Nothing is equal to it from the speech of Makhluq, from creation, meaning anyone who attempts to equate the Qur'an with the speech of creation, he commits unbelief. We do not say the Quran is created. We say it is the speech of Allah. So a person may say, the pages are created, the ink is created, the reciter is created, the recitation is created. But what the Quran the Quran is not created. The Quran is the speech of Allah. Like when we say, the ink by which the name of Allah is written, the ink is created, the pen is created, the page is created, the reciter is created, but the name of Allah is not created. لَا شَيْءٌ مِن كَلَامِ المخلوقين وَلَا نَقُولُ بِخَلْقِهِ وَلَا نُخَالِفُ جَمَاعَةَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ We do not oppose the congregation of the Muslims meaning what the muslims have consensus upon the consensus is upon the fact that the quran is the speech of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then he states we do not declare takfir anathematization or outcasting uh, declaring other believers as unbelievers from the people of the Qibla, the people who pray according to the direction of Makkah al mukarrama to Al-Ka'bat Al-Musharrafah, we do not declare them as unbelievers bin, if they commit a sin. So if a Muslim drinks alcohol, he doesn't become an unbeliever unless he says alcohol is halal. Because by saying alcohol is halal, he denies a tenet of faith, something which is well known. In the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. يستحله, as long as he doesn't deem the sin as being halal. But the danger of sinning is that sometimes a person may gratify himself through sinning to the point that his nafs convinces him to say that action is halal. This is the danger of sinning. So this is why they say, الذنبُ Baridul Kufri. The sin is what? The messenger or the letter of unbelief. So a person should repent from sins. There was a group of people who said that if someone commits a sin, the sin does not affect their iman. The a group from the Sunni ulama, they said if someone commits a sin, the sin does not affect their iman in the sense that the person remains a Muslim, a mu'min. But then the Asha'ira they say, a person who commits a sin, because the Asha'ira are representative of Ahlul Hadith. The school of the Ahlul Hadith is found in the Athari Creed and the Asha'ira. The ash'ira say that the sin does affect the strength of the Iman. So the, the weakness of Iman. If someone commits certain sins, they will have weakness of Iman. What is weakness of Iman? The conviction is weakened. ونرجو, and we hope for whom? Who are Al Muhsineen? Al Muhsineen are those believers who reach the rank of Al Ihsan which is perfection in their ibadah. Their actions have reached the point of perfection to the point that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala multiplies their good deeds to 700 plus. These are al-muhsineen. How do we define al-muhsineen? Those who are complete their fard and wajib. Anyone who has performed all his five daily prayers and has no qada' to perform, or someone, and also at the same time, has no qada of any fasts, has no, uh, no zakat that they have missed. This person has reached maqamul ihsan. Anyone who fulfills fard and wajib. And this is why he states, we have hope for those who are al muhsineen, from the believers. And anhum that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive them. الجنة, and He will make them enter paradise. برحمته, with His mercy, not by the actions. Because the actions are by the tawfiq, the enablement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who enables us to carry out these actions in the first place. So, our entering of paradise is through the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like the man who worshipped Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for 500 years, and then he, he thought that his actions are taking him to paradise. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of judgment will measure his eyesight, the favor of the eyes with his deeds. The, the favor of the eyes will outweigh all his deeds. And this is why a person can never say with certainty that they will enter paradise. Because they only enter paradise through the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But we do not we are not totally secure regarding them, meaning the ones who are alive, no one has absolute certainty that they are secure from the divine judgment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَلَا لَهُمْ بِالْجَنَّةِ So while they are on earth, we cannot say with certainty someone is going paradise. This is in contradistinction to the Sufi cults that we have today, that some of the leaders of the Sufi cults pro- promised the muridin paradise. And some of the, the Shiyukh who are alive now, they will say, we guarantee you paradise. We gar- guarantee you shafa'a, Our sh- mean, they mean their own shafa'a. When they have no guarantee of themselves, but a, a believer doesn't need that because the believer is guaranteed the shafa of the Prophet sallallahu The shafa of the Prophet sallallahu is already guaranteed. But this is just a trick employed by cult leaders. Those cult leaders should take warning because Allah subhanahu wa taala has not given guaranteed guarantee to them that they themselves will have salvation or not be punished for certain sins. وَلَا لَهُمْ بِالْجَنَّةِ وَنَسْتَغْفِرُ And we also seek forgiveness to those who do bad deeds from the believers. وَنَخَافُ عَلَيْهِمْ And we fear for them. But We do not make them, we do not despair regarding them. So this is the opposite extreme. You see a Muslim, he's falling into sin. You do not despair for him because his end could be good. So we seek forgiveness for them. So you can never say with certainty that this person is going to hell or will be punished in a specific way. وَالْأَمْنُ يَنْقُلَانِ عَنْ مِلَّةِ الْإِسْلَامِ وَالصَّبِيلُ الْحَقِّ بَيْنَهُمَا لِلْأَهْلِ الْقِبْلَةِ What does he say here? Security, al-amnu. وَالْئِيَاسُ Despair. Security and despair. يَنْقُلَانِ عَنْ مِلَّةِ الْإِسْلَامِ They take a person out of Islam. How? If a person has total security he thinks he will definitely enter paradise like what happens in pakistan this is common you have a person who's not a sayyid he will add the title sayyid then his grandchildren will actually think he is sayyid and they are sayyid and then because they think they are sayyid they will act like they are maasoom this happens with false claimants of sayyid it's happened in many cases that a person has come to me claiming to have seen dreams of Imam Al Hussein and others, radiallahu and then on closer investigation, this person has been extorting people for money. And then, when I found out that this person is not actually a Sayyid, it's happened, real cases. But in remote villages and even in cities today in Pakistan, you have so many people, especially Shia Rawafid and even non-Rawafid, they know that Sunnis revere Sayyids. So what they do is they claim to be Sayyid, and then they will claim that as Sayyid they can do anything. They even take advantage of people's women. They take advantage of people's wealth, acting as if they are guaranteed paradise. This is one thing. Then you have Sufi cult leaders who act like they are guaranteed paradise and they will abuse their murids. They will, they will act like they have been given a promise that they will definitely enter paradise and the Murids also behave like this. So this is total security, believing that you are untouchable. Similarly, total despair can take a person out of Islam also. How? Where a person, he undermines the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, believing his sins are unforgivable. When in reality, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives all sins, and he forgives shirk and kufr as long as the person does tawbah before dying. As long as he does tawbah before dying, meaning afterwards in the akhirah, shirk and al kufr is not forgiven. But total security leads a person out of Islam, and likewise, the total despair takes a person out of Islam. ولا يخرج, so, وَلَا يَخْرُجُ الْعَبْدُ مِنَ الْإِيمَانِ A person never leaves Al-Iman faith Except by rejecting that which brought him into Al-Iman. What does this mean? For a person to be a believer, a mu'min, For a person to be a al-mu'min he needs to adopt certain tenets of al-iman like al-iman billah al-iman bil-quran al-iman bil-mala'ika what will take him out of al-iman when he rejects those tenets the rejection of those tenets will take him out of al-iman what is al-iman he states, وَالْإِيمَانُ هُوَ الْإِقْرَارُ بِالْلِّسَانِ وَالْتَصْدِيقُ بِالْجَنَانِ Iman is affirmation with the tongue and التصديق, affirmation with what? With al is affirmation with the tongue, iqrar when a person admits with the tongue. وَالْتَصْدِيقُ بِالْجَنَانِ and affirmation also with what? With the heart so this we have reached point 0.62 InshaAllah ta'ala we will continue in the next session Jazallahu anna sayyidina muhammadan sallallahu Alaihi wa alihi wa Subhanahu ma huwa ahluh subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun alal mursalin walhamdulillahi rabbil Alam.